we have our special guest caller to talk Houston uh, Texans football. That is Jonathan Alexander of the Houston Chronicle to talk about this surprising season, or maybe it's not a surprising season. How have you looked at it? And welcome to the show. You're talking to the coach and Corey Super Bowl champion. How are you, Jonathan? I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing great doing this good. morning. We're doing great. Is is it a surprising season to you and to uh, fans and to the Houston Texans, or is it just this is business as usual and this is what we expected? Surprising because of how bad they were offensively last year. They were in the bottom category in most uh, passing categories last season, and it was dependent on how good C.J. Stroud was going to be in his first year. I don't think anybody expected him to play at the level that he's playing at. Uh, he's breaking – you know, rookie records, he's having one of the best seasons of any rookie of all time. So I don't think he could have expected that. You also had to wonder, did he have enough weapons? And uh, with Nico Collins, who his, through his first two seasons was hurt, Tank Dell, a third-round uh, rookie, uh, how good was he going to be in his first year? And I think a lot of guys have exceeded expectations, and that's credit to those players and, and C.J. Stroud for being just outstanding. So He's the reason why the Texans are, are, are where they are. He's one of the biggest reasons why the Texans are where they are with, right now. Jonathan Corey Harris, when it comes to uh, I, one of the one of the big departments is is scouting, and it's clear that C.J. Stroud has uh, some level, high level of, of intangibles that that can't be measured. Is is that one of the, is, is that as a bigger part of what's going on down there than his actual physical skill, decision making, and, and everything? Is he is he a leader uh, uh, by way of, of something that was seen in him before uh, he got there? And you hit the nail on the head. This the leadership for C.J. Stroud that I think sets him apart. He made it a point early when he got to Houston to really connect with all the players, and, and that's one of the things that they talk about: just the connection that he has with them. He uh, learned, he looked at the film on all the incoming rookies, and, and when they came, he told them he loved their games. He studied them. He tried to get to know. He has dinner, weekly dinner, has them over his house as a private chef and has players come over his house. So he was very purposeful in getting to know his teammates, and he obviously can ball. So they follow him. He has a swagger about him, has a confidence about him that's unmatched. And it's easy to follow somebody when, when somebody has that confidence and somebody can ball the way he can ball. So I think that was a huge part of, of, of why his confidence and his leadership was a huge part of his success. And since his injury, what, what, is, what is the expectation? I know the expectation there is always to step up, but if, the, if they're going to continue the surprising season that they have, what's going to have to happen, especially like today, uh, for them to be able to, to continue? is like you can't replicate what C.J. Stroud can do. Like the throws he makes, very few quarterbacks in the NFL can make those type of throws. So you're not going to get that with Case Keenum, who's expected to start today. I think the thing about Case and, and why they went with him over Davis Mills is Case Keenum has a, has a history of coming in and, and playing when quarterbacks have gotten hurt, and he takes care of the football. He's also a leader. Back to what we were just talking about, he's a – He's a leader, and he, he knows what he's doing. I think Davis struggled last year. Even though straight, Davis had some intangibles, he struggled last year uh, with turning the ball over, led the league with, with turnovers. So I think the biggest thing that Texas needs is, is for Case Keenum to not turn the ball over. The, the Titans haven't been great in turnover differential. I think six worst in the league. And, and they're banking on Case to be able to take care of the football and, and, and let their defense kind of handle the rest. Now we're talking with Jonathan Alexander, Houston Chronicle, uh, talking Texans 
football, Texans, Titans, uh, getting ready to get it on up here at about two and a half hours up at Nissan Stadium. Excited for the game. You know, uh, and I know we keep talking C.J. Stroud. I know there's other players on the team, on the roster. But, uh, you know, what's amazing to me is he hasn't just done well and he hasn't done, just done good, but what he has done is he's been great. He broke the uh, all-time rookie record, most passing yards in one game, 470 yards, uh, broke Andrew Luck's record, and then all of a sudden he comes back and throws for another 400-yard game. I mean, he is he has just been unbelievable. Let's talk about the coaching staff and how they've really handled him because I think, honestly, the team just looks different. At the beginning of the season, I actually predicted the Colts, the Colts and the Texans to be two of the worst teams in the NFL, and I'm dead wrong. Uh, and I really think one of the reasons why the Houston Texans are where they're at is not just because of C.J. Stroud. You have to be coached, and the coaching staff has just done a, a, an amazing job. Talk about the coaching staff and kind of what they've done and, and how they've handled this to make this uh, very, very quick turnaround for the Texans. The Texans did a great job with the ownership and hiring the right coach for the job. D'Amico Ryan was a former Texans player drafted in 2006. He was the team captain. He was the ultimate kind of Texan down there. And he had a history of success as a defensive coordinator with the 49ers as the number one ranked defense. So he came with high regards. He was a Texan himself. I think the players really look at him and say, you know, you know, when I talk to them, he's a, he was a former player. So it's easy to follow a guy who's been through it, who was actually good at it. He wasn't just some ordinary player. He was a pro bowl player, right. all pro in his rookie year. So I think that helps out. And he's just a good dude. Like they, they feel like he cares about them. And that's D'Amico's number one mission. He want, he's doing it for the players. Um, that's his goal. He wants to, to help them reach their goals. And that's what he's been doing this year. And I, I think that's been a huge part. And, and he knows his defense. And, and the defense has vastly improved as well. If you look at their, their numbers, you know, last year they were worst, sixth worst in NFL history in, wow. in stopping a the run. They're top ten this year. They've really been able to turn things around, and that's a huge part of why they've had success as well. Hey, go ahead. Go hey, ahead, Jonathan, this is Will. Uh, you, you you bring up the defense. I'm looking at Jonathan Grenard uh, with ten sacks on the 10th in the NFL. And then you look at Will Anderson. Those are areas – that that we have noticed that the Houston Texans, let's just be real, after J.J. Watt left, were a massive area of struggle, hence why last year, you know, you had one of the worst defenses in all of NFL history. Would it be safe to say that the interior, the first two levels of defense have been the most improved outside of Singletary at that corner? Would you would you say that the interior, the front, the front seven, rather, would you agree that that has been the most improved area this season for the Houston Texans? 100 percent behind behind like quarterback play that definitely uh, has been where the Texans have improved most. It was the area of emphasis. D'Amico Ryan's wanted to beef up both of his lines, and they've suffered a lot of injuries on the offensive line. The defensive line has stayed relatively healthy up until this week. Will Anderson's going to miss his first game of the season with a high ankle sprain. But Jonathan Grenard having 10, a career-high 10 sacks. He's playing in a contract year, so he's got a lot to play for. He's finally healthy. Last year, Jonathan Grenard wasn't healthy. He had a calf injury that, that limited him. But he's finding success this year. And then Will Anderson is relentless. He's a captain his rookie year. And he, just, he is top among the league in, in pressure. He hasn't had as many sacks, but he's affected the game in a multitude of ways. When you got two edge guys 
who were playing that way, along with Sheldon Rankins in the middle and Malik Collins who are playing at a high level as well, even though they don't have a ton of stats, you can see the effectiveness they've had in that passing game and it's helped Jonathan Bernard and Will Anderson now. They've been a direct result of, of that interior pass rush. So a lot of good play by that starting front uh, for the Texans and it's why they, they've been able to turn things around. We've got about 30 seconds, Jonathan. We're talking to Jonathan Alexander, Houston Chronicle, Houston Texans, uh, talking Titans. And, and you know, this game, uh, to me, I'd like to get your two keys from the game. But before before that, I just, I'm looking at, you know, where they're at in the standings. This is a major game for the Houston Texans if they plan on uh, on going to the playoffs. They're in the eighth seed right now. and But they have their one win away. If they win today, they will be have eight wins just like Jacksonville. So they still have a chance to win the AFC South, which is amazing. You also have the Colts, who already got their eighth win yesterday in a blowout. So the Houston, Houston Texans sit at seven and six and have to get to that eight-win mark because you also have the Bills with seven wins. The Steelers got blown out by the Colts, so they fell back. And then Denver fell back. So really, uh, this keeps them in the playoff hunts. What's the two keys to the game that you have to beat the Titans and come with up with that eighth win, which will be a tie, a tie, and not at the top, but a tie with uh, Jacksonville in terms of wins. Yeah, it, this may seem easy, but I, I think the Texans have to win the turnover battle. Otherwise, the Titans are going to blow them out the water, and they have to stop us to run. I think the Titans just are really confident right now with the way Lil Will Levis is playing. DeAndre Hopkins is, at, is, is playing some good football. You know, the Texans being without their three top playmakers on offense is going to hurt them. C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell, those guys make the offense go. And without them, I just don't know how, how the Texans are going to do it. They may be able to surprise the Titans, but I just don't think it's there. Um, I think the Titans ultimately going to pull this out because I just don't think the Texans have enough this week. They're, and then Will Anderson being hurt too, out for this game, that's mm. going to hurt them as well. Yeah. So, what, yeah. What, kind of, what kind of game do you think D-Hop will have? What, was it, what, what are you going to predict? Tell me. Uh, Playing against his yeah. former team. What's yeah, that's got to fire yeah. you up. It really depends on how they how they move D-Hop. Like, if they move D-Hop on the inside, like, he can have a big game. I don't think D-Hop is going to dominate on the outside. Derek Stanley and, and Steven Nelson are playing great football. They wouldn't shut him down, but they wouldn't allow D-Hop to have big games. But if you can move D-Hop on the inside in the slot and take advantage of the Texans linebackers who have really struggled in coverage, then it's going to be a it's, it's going to be a big game for him. So it just depends on how the Titans use them. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that just uh, we're looking forward to the game out here. It's a little dreary out, a little rainy out, so it's going to make it really feel like fall football. Uh, thanks so much, Jonathan, for coming on with us today, and uh, look forward to having you on in the future as we're going to play the Texans again here coming up in a few weeks. So thanks so much. Enjoy the game.